0: This is Critical Nonsense, our high lowbrow show about culture, science, and tech. This week, I ask Joey and Aaron about patriotic Woo! bop
1: bop bop This is what a Joey sounds like.
2: Getting jiggy-witted. Na-na, na-na, na-na-na. Nah, nah. Na, 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 na. This is what an Aaron sounds like.
1: (laughs) This is what an executive producer and dance mom, Jess Vander sounds like.
0: Hi, this is (laughs) Jess.
2: I've been reading so much about, uh, about Maddie from dance moms who like worked with Sia, you know, and was like in all the videos and it was kind of awkward or whatever. Don't know why, I just wanted to share that that's the thing that I've been thinking about. Good to see you all. It's wonderful Good today. Good to Hello.
0: see ya.
1: Is it a happy story or a sad Is story? It
2: a- it's actually a very neutral story. She just was being interviewed somewhere and was like uh, still saying great things about Sia and great things about their relationship. And she's really grateful for her experience in, you know, working with Sia for all the years they worked together, even though the press wanted to make it something weird. So that was all I got. So it's positive, I suppose. I'm glad it
1: wasn't like a story about like a weird addiction or, you know, something terrible. It was just like, hey, she's still dancing, you know, live, laugh, yeah. love.
2: I mean, genuinely, like, you don't hear those stories uh, coming out very often. So, yeah, I'll actually. Yeah, you're right. I'll throw that in the column of good news. <laughs> <laughs> you have to good say news. it like that One is that good. Yeah.
1: Good news. Speaking
2: of good news just had good
1: numbers. news about yes. america's
2: birthday
0: yeah well huh <laughs> it, it didn't really come up this way but um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i wanted to bring to a question bring no nope, words today is a, <laughs> a weird word whirlwind. Uh, i
1: wanted a question table bring at you
0: yes exactly <laughs> that's that's it we were having a conversation at the dinner table the other day. Maybe maybe, <laughs>
2: Sorry. maybe right, I'll, I'll, I'll compose myself.
0: <laughs> maybe it's because um uh July 4th approaches. But I believe we were talking for some reason about um you know, what is the most patriotic food? If you had if you had to put something up for that. And I was like, yeah, you know, if, you, if you're if you thinking July 4th and maybe you're thinking like barbecue fair, things that would be served mm-hmm. in that kind of context. And I was like, well, actually though, what is that? Like what is patriotic really? And the food, the, the complexity of even the food question of way too myopic to just say hamburgers and hot dogs and apple pie like that doesn't even feel right because some of those things have their origins in like all over the world and it just it really just got me wondering and you all are the best place to mind wine mullet out together (laughs) what is patriotic
1: i like the idea of a mind wine mullet because that's what i
2: heard (laughs) <laughs> a a man in a mind wine mullet mulling mulled wine, I guess mulling the wine I guess i couldn't <laughs> i i so I have to caveat everything that I say in this episode that I have a uh i think actually a very common relationship to American patriotism as I, I hold my hand not over my heart that's weird um and I struggle. It it is a real struggle to live in a country that doesn't want you to be here. We'll just put it that way. Where like mm. fundamentally every day there are signals all the time that say, we just don't really want you here. And so navigating that uh, for your whole life, definitely just like, yeah, the relationship with patriotism is much more nuanced and complicated uh, than I think may get spoken about in broad public circles regularly. All that being said, when I think of patriotic, because I, di- I do pull it apart a little bit from patriotism, right? Like, patriotism, we could talk about it all day long. But, like, what right. is patriotic? Like, what right. is what is that thing? I think it is the things that celebrate that which is the best of the country, like, of the geography upon which the people are. And that I, that's why I kind of agree that hamburgers and hot dogs, like, I don't think they're patriotic. I think they're delicious. And I think that anything barbecued is worthy of more food. And you talk to anybody who, like, goes abroad from the States and they're like, what do you miss? Miss American barbecue. You miss Texas. You miss Carolina. Like, you miss all that. So, like, genuinely American food or, like, broadly seen as American food, agreed. Lots of barbecue falls in that camp. But patriotic... I think you got to go toward more th- more toward those things that pull together the plurality of Amer- the plurality and tensions within American democracy at the taste bud level. And I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know what those are, because all the things that I can come up with are sort of, quote unquote, "born in America," like ranch dressing or something like that. But what I want is like, the things that sit on a plate together in theory want to run away from each other but ooh damn they they work so well together when they work well together yeah like
1: f- yeah. fusion foods i think yeah. feel like yeah. that idea of where you know like a lot of times things in new orleans get talked about and and sort of like southern louisiana as like one of uh one of the places with uniquely american cuisine and like that that subject is Oft debated among food people, but the like no one disagrees with like Southern Louisiana as a place where there is sort of like uh, uniquely like born in America fair as a result of those sort of combinations of like the French and the Vietnamese and like the bayou and the actual sort of foods that are produced there, like crawfish and, and and. shrimp and those types of things but the the idea of like i mean it's interesting you're pulling apart like patriotism and and patriotic and and all of those ideas because it feels like we're in a weird we're in a weird moment in the country about those ideas that we're sort of right i mean i can tell you i grew up in an era and like had ideas and even you know like i've written about it in the past of like, I sort of had that American exceptionalism idea. Like it was like fed to us as children. It was like put in everything. It was like that Clinton and Bush era, right? Like this idea. And you had to sort of like come to terms and pull apart like which of these things is true? Like democracy, great. Like melting pot, great. How good are we at being a melting pot? And that's so great. You know, like you (laughs) had to start to like pull these ideas in this moment where the sort of um far left and far right of the political spectrum are both sort of like this place sucks, you know like everything's terrible there's nothing good here and i saw i was telling jess before we started i saw uh uh pew just put out a study um that was like a global spring attitude survey. And one of the questions is, uh, What's your opinion? Do you have a favorable opinion about the US? What's interesting was like the 23 country median, almost all of the countries, with the exception of Hungary, have a net positive rating, which Hungary, like, sure, I, I, I wouldn't have guessed Hungary, but the median is 59 to 30. Uh, across all of the countries of having a positive rating at 59%. And I was like, I don't know that you would get that number in the U S right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know that people, because there's this like reflection moment of being like, that's fucked up. Like NIMBYism is fucked up. Racism is fucked up. Like all these things are like, and people, you know, like, well, the wealth gap is too big. Like there are all these things that people are focused on, but like, that the outside world is like looking at us more positively than we're looking at ourselves. is like a really weird conundrum for me.
0: See, in my mind, my response to this was like, it actually makes a lot of sense. Like that's what I would have assumed, but I realize it is because of a thing that it's not a perfect analogy, but in my mind, it's kind of like the distinction between the letter and the spirit of the law, which Mm -hmm. is like the, if, The letter of the law is like, it's based on what is, what is there? Like, what does it actually say? And that's how you will interpret rules or laws or things. The spirit of rules as written versus the spirit of the law or the spirit of the rules is like, what did it, what does it mean? Or like, what is the, what are the values embedded in this thing? And the intent exactly. And so when I, when I think about that, that like perception gap, it makes a ton of sense. If what you're facing, like the day to day, day to day, like what you're seeing, what's actually happening. If you're saying like, oh, it's not what I'm observing does not seem patriotic to me, but that's different than like the concept of what is patriotic. And like, do you believe in, in those values and like what, what the spirit of the rules of patriotism are. And even if, even if that isn't what is, on every headline or in every news notification you get on your phone, that spirit is less easily tainted when you're further away. Um, And so the idea that you could have, and and I think that also brings me back to like the spirit of this question about what is patriotic is more like in the ideal, in in the ideal sense, like how can you capture the thing that, it's trying to be and and yes like we're negotiating that concept right now but it's it's just so interesting to try to be a part of that of like but what should it be not like how good is it right now or sort of uh w- whether whether we're doing a good job of representing it is maybe besides the point like what is it that the rest of the world sees and believes that maybe we might be be less able to that is so enduring and powerful and maybe is more than a hot dog, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: One thing that this reminds me of is that Christian Amanpour just did an interview with uh, former President Barack Obama in Athens, Greece last week. Um, and one of the things that he talked about that really stuck with me was the idea that the idea of democracy in and of itself Is a very important global idea. The idea of American democracy, the idea that you can have all these different people thrown together and that you can work it out together, holding on to that belief in contrast to autocracy, which is somebody will figure it out for me, is very, very meaningful on the global, like in our global consciousness. And that makes me, and I think that. I think it's almost like a talking point that comes up a lot to talk about the experiment that is American democracy. And I forget about it all the time, but what you just said just sort of surfaced it back to me where it's like, maybe it's not, maybe what makes it so hard to figure out what is patriotic is because defining a thing is not the American way. It is a process Mm -hmm. or an approach Mm -hmm. or a mindset that is the patriotic. Yes. Concept. Because it should be a little bit – it should be an experiment. Like the most – if I go back to food, like the most American food should be just like trying stuff and then being able Hence to find fusion. people who want it. Right.
0: Flaming yes, hot
2: <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And it's like – it's – it's. Um, I think it's in the spirit of Americana, the sort of um, – Spirit of experimentalism, and then the tensions, contortions, and contractions that come from a very large-scale, messy experiment. Like, that is patriotic.
1: What's interesting, even to that point, Aaron, is, like, if you look at this moment as... I don't know whether let's say, for the sake of a counterfactual, I don't know if this is definitively true in the numbers. But if you look at like post nine eleven as sort of this peak in patriotism of like banding together under threat idea and how patriotism sort of mm-hmm. like really swelled in that moment. And right now feels like there's a swoon, whether it is the bottom of the swoon or, or you know where it sits, if it, it feels. But the idea that there can even be a swoon is a demonstration of those ideas that you are talking about right like that you can have a conversation and it's interesting seeing moments like you know there's been a lot of talk about inflation right now and a lot of new data has been coming out in the past month about how well america has responded to inflation and there's a bunch of people who are like trying to be like man i wanted to say fuck america but it's doing well and I don't I don't know how to like uh insert that into my mental model and and the idea of like both can be true that we don't need to right that like you can love America because it's allowing for that conversation it's allowing for that like this sort of intensive moment of reflection as part of the construct of what makes America America as opposed to like the you know in quotes red-blooded red meat like american concept that feels like dated and that idea has changed over time but like that that sort of mimetic construct is still there like we've not gotten rid of that idea and it's it's sort of that idea of like i don't want to be that but i still like i would rather live here than somewhere else i've traveled lots of places i I like going there and meeting people, but I'm like always happy to come back. You know what I mean?
2: That I think is what's interesting that that further, I think, reveals something that is interesting about the moment we're in, because patriotism fundamentally suggests that you are on Team America, that there is like that is the team because that's doesn't matter what country you're from. The, the the theory behind it is that you're Team Hungary or you're Team uh, France, whatever, like that is a flag that you literally wave to say, this is my tribe. And we're at a point right now where, just there, we are being, I believe that we are being enticed as a country to want to retreat to two tribes, to one of two tribes. Like, this is the whole conversation about political polarization, et cetera. But also, like, the cultural differences that exist across a landmass as big as America's. Like, the country is big and every t- like I'm, I'm headed to Alaska tomorrow and like the con- like I went to Montana a couple weeks ago and like it's actually something that I've been thinking about when it comes to political candidates who go to different places within the country and then s- come back saying like seeing all of America is incredible like n- Naba for real though <laughs> like spending a day going or a week and you see what life is like in the Midwest in the Northeast In, like, old New England uh, versus Rust Belt versus Rancher Country versus the West Coast. Like, we are so many different cultures in one landmass. We just have borders that are drawn in a very different way than anywhere else in the world. And I bring all of that up because the, the, like, trying to find your people and finding that community, that sense of tribe, I think now that we have more information and more insight into the rest of the country and world than we ever have before i'm not surprised that in our in our human brains we just want to simplify it and be like people here are different i i just need a team and my team doesn't really feel like team america it feels like team something else and right now we're in a moment where it feels like we want to oversimplify it and just make it you're on team right or team left which is messy and disappointing and and is not the case, I just want to point that out that is that is a seductive potential, but I would add well, okay, I'm just adding all sorts of shit to the things that I just added to.
1: <laughs> but I keep so adding, We have a caveat for that caveat
2: exactly, exactly. I'm nothing if not um softening all of my points. but no, it goes just to Jess. I think like coming in with food, I love the idea of food as patriotism because, like touches on what you're talking about joey when you have all the cultures like the role of immigration in american present in history when you have the regional differences that also get shaped by all of those then you throw it all together you get things that can't exist anywhere else like it is it is an <laughs> it's a delicious culinary manifestation of what barack is talking about it's like what is possible when you bring all of the all of the people together in co in in a, in, a, in a cohesive group toward a common goal and interest um but yeah man i don't know
0: so if i'm hearing you right what we're saying is too patriotic is too... yeah sure why not
2: yeah i i genuinely believe yeah, bro, hold my beer is more patriotic than we give it credit for.
0: <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> I do. I, I, agree. I genuinely do.
0: Is yes. bro, hold my beer the American dream? <laughs>
2: it really, really <laughs> is.
1: Actually, like, hold my beer feels like if you go into the full depth of what that phrase mm-hmm. means. Of like, oh, I'll show you. I'm gonna one up it. it. Like one upping is. Yes. The fucking, yes. like, American idea. Competition! Like, oh, cool. England, you think you're a big brother? Like, hold my yeah. beer, right? And it, now it's just like, <laughs> oh, you put a, a turducken? Well, I'm going to mm-hmm. put the turducken in inside an ostrich. Yeah, yes!
0: <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I see what you're saying. So so you think you perfected this thing? How about I do the inside out opposite version and also sell it for twice the price? Genius! And I'm going to put a competition in a
1: Cornish
2: hen. When you are putting said turkey into Cornish hen, you are doing it to one-up <laughs> someone who you have identified as being super close to you that you are also in competition with. It is bro hold my beer, not random person hold my beer, or like let us duel at dawn. It's like, nah, nah, we're tight. But also, I got this. Let me do this thing.
0: Doesn't <laughs> so,
1: the cronut is a patriotic food. Then
0: that's right. That's I would say one thousand percent.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. it is a it is it is a fundamental act of patriotism. I agree with that. I would also <laughs> say that like the mochi nut. Um, ooh, Just
0: bringing it ooh. back to the mochi nut. Listen to our episode about um, unexpected familiar.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I know that people would like argue that takeout is American just because it proliferates. But I would say that takeout is actually about the idea of invention of like, how can you get people the like the food that they want, wherever they are in the world. And I think that that concept inventing and figuring out that like whole process. I think that that's that ingenuity is fundamentally American. And I'm glad that I can't deny can't deny it
1: stuffed crust can't
0: pizza
2: oh Gosh. my god i want to stuffed crust pizza my all the time goodness. all the time and it's never as good as i want it to be and i only get it once every 15 years but man it holds up <laughs> well i mean it doesn't but
0: no. i mean it doesn't by definition <laughs> <Not at all. laughs> it <doesn't> hold up <laughs> exactly
1: chocolate empanadas like those weird combos are like the patriotic foods so we just need to do yes. like weird combo foods
0: Yo, Doesn't but have also to be weird. like could just be your truth.
2: That's it. I was just thinking of Empanada Mama in New York, on like 53rd, 54th and 9th something like that. And I heard somebody in the many more locations, right? Cuz I was talking to somebody at the barbershop in LA yesterday who was talking about Empanada Mama and how excited he was cuz his wife came back from New York and uh her flight got caught in the kerfuffle. so he never she picked up Empanada Mama to bring it across the country to him. It never made it to him, but he was really excited for it. But just to give everyone who's not, <laughs> who's not just speaking coastal elite blah <laughs> for a minute, um, Empanada Mama is an empanada spot in New York that tries lots of different types of empanadas. You have like a pepperoni pizza empanada and you have many things on the menu that are not just tra- traditional empanadas, but are made in a very delicious traditional way. And that shit americana that's just patriotic
0: that's like every culture has its dumplings right yes. like it's yeah right, just, right you know what it's like it's already you know what it's not that crazy it isn't yeah, dump that it. crazy
1: bring us to your fireworks flag waving patriotic uncle sam powdered wig corner
0: powdered wig corner yes. excuse me bro my wig. Hold
2: my wig. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> my, wig. Bro, my Bro, wig. hold my
2: wig. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. Accurate. Um,
0: however you observe, if you even do July 4th, maybe uh, consider bringing this question if you want to enrage the dinner table, because what could be more <laughs> American than feuding and, um, you know, bringing the one upsman questioning experimenting into our daily lives and um uh if you can get behind the spirit of anything it is it is trying to do stuff god i thought that was going to be better well
2: you just tried it you just demonstrated (laughs) you literally just did you are the spirit of america jess thank you
0: yeah thanks
2: you are america and we can too so thanks <laughs>
1: <laughs> si se puede. Critical oh, nonsense is a Sylvain production
2: brought to you by the dumpling that's in your mind right now that you haven't created yet but is going to be so damn good once you figure it out Woo!
0: filled with sprinkles <laughs> it's a piñata empanada
1: <laughs> it's a grimace milkshake as always we'd like to thank Executive producer and Shaolong Fao, Jess Vander.
0: Thank you.
2: We'd also, uh, it really is, to be fair. I, I would like to thank, and we would like to thank the uh, Mama to My Empanada, Alice Contel, who is also our sound engineer. <laughs> that was pretty bad.
1: <sighs> Programming coordinator and mochi ice cream, plus Jacobs.
2: And may we. Please also thank uh, the stone-cold ravioli with butternut squash and maybe a touch of mushroom. That is the program help uh, that comes from Sarah Gilbert and Nora Mestrich, our fantastic designer. Thank you. Words.
1: As always. Thank you. Sorry, Alain.
2: <laughs> and sorry, Jess. You should see the shame that Jess is giving me right now for trying to do those things. It's, ooh, I got to apologize for that one. It was rough.
1: No. So thanks to Dumpling
0: Wow, yeah. I'll plus yeah. one to the special thanks to dumplings.
1: You got your gyoza. you got your pierogi, you got your shaolong. You, you got your got empanada. Yeah,
2: your you tortellini, got your you got your tortelloni. Ooh.
0: You got your pop tart. Right.
1: Your ravioli, Ooh. your calzone. Oh, yeah.
0: Your hot pocket! Your hot pocket! Your tatina's pot's pizza rolls.
2: Can I specially unthank sweet home alabama uh that song <laughs> sends shivers up my spine on the fourth of july and it sends me into a depressive tailspin so nope i don't i don't like that song so Ooh. not that play free bird nope. <laughs> I, I will take me some free bird i will take me some free bird over sweet home alabama any fourth of july of mr the year.
1: skinner <laughs> yeah <laughs> We
2: did it. We, we did it. it we y'all. thanked and we unthanked, and I think we did it. So congratulations, and um, thanks, may, Obama. Your, may the 4th be with you. Yeah, thanks, Obama. Appreciate it, and Christian. My
0: July I'm the 4th be fourth. with you. Bye.
1: This week on Amon poor
0: Okay, I have to go. Thanks, everybody. Good luck. Right. Bye. Thank you, Jess.
1: Bye.